The Fake Show is brought to you by Threads of Envy, the law firm of Hutchison & Stefan, the Craft House Brewery, the Tone Factory Recording Studio, Moonshot.com T-Shirt Designs, and by Mr. Antenna. Now your host, Jim Tofty. Gina Davis won her first Academy Award for her role as Muriel Pritchett in The Accidental Tourist and then received a second Oscar in 2019 for her work for achieving gender parity on screen. She'll be doing a little more of that as she heads up the Bentonville Film Festival this week. And I've got Gina Davis on the line right now in Los Angeles. Now, Gina, nice to talk to you again. Welcome. With as busy as you've, as you've been as an activist all these many years, how did it come to be that you would chair the Bentonville Film Festival? Well, um, yeah, I, I mean, I have had, I had an institute that um, researched gender depictions on screen and uh, right. so I was, I was really in the world of um, encouraging diversity and, and all that. And, um, and, and, and our festival takes place in Bentonville, Arkansas, because our founding sponsor is Walmart, and that's where their headquarters is. So they were like, and it's a fantastic, adorable town. Uh, too. So uh, we decided, all right, we'll have it right here. I was very familiar with your Gina Davis Institute on Gender and Media. Since that time, have you noticed changes regarding gender balance in the entertainment business? Yes, definitely. Um, and uh, what we focus on at the Institute is on-screen representation. Uh, and we've seen some dramatic uh, change there. In fact, um, over the 18 years that we've been working, we've seen the percentage of lead characters in both children's TV and children's movies reach 50-50. So, and, and that was definitely one of our goals. So um, we're, we are able to, to clock real change. Uh, I can't help but be reminded of your incredibly empowering role in Thelma and Louise. And you lobbied for that role for, what, about a year? Yes. When I read it, it was already cast. Um, And uh, uh, Ridley Scott was not the director. He was the producer. And, oh, I kept track, kept track. And and then, oh, that all fell apart. Can I be? Now can I? (laughs) No, this new director already knows who he was. I think there were like three sets of Thumb and Louise before it finally was Susan and I. And... uh, so all this time, I kept track, kept track, and then finally Ridley decided he was going to direct it himself, and he was very aware of how passionate I was about it. Yeah. So he said, yes, yes, I will I will meet with you, and then I managed to get in the movie. Yeah, and it's, it's a Ridley Scott film, but it was sort of a small budget at the time, yes? It was. It was a very small budget, and we, we had no idea that it was going to strike a nerve. Anyway, nobody had a, a clue. Um, well, just what we're making here is very important. We just like hoped somebody would like it, that you know, a fair number of people would see it. But it wasn't a great pressure because, as you said, it was it was low budget, and you know, maybe it'll be kind of like an art house film, is what I was thinking. But uh, when it exploded like that, it was extraordinary. Yeah, and I loved your documentary, This Changes Everything. Just loved it. And you actually came with data that proved to studio executives what they needed to start doing, and that is hiring more females, right? Right, right. Yeah, we um, we studied on-screen representation of female characters, mostly focusing on what kids see first. 
um, because I, I felt like our culture was training kids to have unconscious gender bias from the beginning, if even the preschool shows were not gender balanced. So, so yeah, it's, it's very exciting to see change happen there. It's very, it's very, very exciting. Yeah, and I guess part of that is ageism, right, where it's okay for a guy to be older and distinguished looking, uh, not so much for females. Right, exactly, exactly, which I don't like, I don't approve of. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know what I think is, is, is the reason that happens is because male writers, and obviously a lot of things are written by men, don't, they, they add a female character if there needs to be a female character, not just because. So if there's a love interest or girlfriend or whatever, of course they have a female character, but making the lawyer or the plumber or, or the, the police chief or female, it doesn't, doesn't occur to them. They go to the, you know, just what is the standard thing that happens is that all those parts are played by men. And uh, so we're trying to convince them that think about older women for these parts that you're casting uh, men in, you know. We could do that part, too. <laughs> I remember you winning the Oscar for The Accidental Tourist, and I, I read about it later that when you went up and accepted the award, it was Don Johnson and Melanie Griffith who gave it to you, and Melanie gave you a kiss on the cheek. Everyone thought that, oh, she's so cute, she's putting her hand up to her face, but you were actually worried that Melanie had planted some lipstick on your face. Yes, I know. It came across as, oh, she's shy that she wanted <laughs> self-conscious or something, but it was, I was literally trying to feel if my cheek was sticky um, <laughs> from, from uh, Melanie kissing me. I just was worried about that. Oh, this, the, the video of this is forever going to be me with a giant kiss mark on me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you had really never, you've written about this, that you had really never played too much sports before being cast in a league of their own. Well, it must have been quite a training camp because you were pretty convincing looking as a baseball player. <laughs> Thank you. That's great to hear. Yeah, <laughs> I did not know how to play baseball and or, or any sport really um, until that movie. And uh, I was very, very happy and surprised and gratified to learn that I do have a lot of athletic ability, which I did no idea. And uh, so it was terrific fun to learn a sport. And, uh, you know, I've learned other sports since then. It's been yeah, great. Yeah, you have. I mean, practically making the Olympic archery team, that's very impressive. The first role <laughs> the first role you ever got was in Tootsie. That's a pretty good start, isn't it? Oh, my God, right? Uh, I, I couldn't believe it. That was my first audition, even. And uh, I got the part was amazing I, I, because you know I auditioned for it, but not not with with us in just you know with a casting assistant. I put it out of my mind utterly because come on, what are the odds? Yeah, <laughs> this is yeah. ridiculous. And uh, and then to get cast it was like what? Oh, great. <laughs> with all of the advocating you do for others, um, has it helped you in your own career? Okay. This is what uh, a very important topic <laughs> to me, which is when is this going to benefit me? <laughs> I always, uh, I always say that at these meetings we have. I'll, I'll say something about you know adding more female characters, and then say, and then cast me. Right. <laughs> this has to benefit <laughs> me at some point. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, I'm happy that it, things are improving, but l l let me share in the. 
in the world. Well, it is Oscar and Golden Globe winning activist Gina Davis, who is the chair of the upcoming Bentonville Film Festival. It's June 22nd through the 26th, and probably one of the first in-person availabilities in terms of film festivals since the pandemic, I would assume. Right, right. Um, that, that's why we started having a, um, a virtual element to it was because of the pandemic. But, it, uh, you know, we realized that, well, wait a minute, why shouldn't a much bigger audience see these incredible films? So, it's, we're going to keep that going as we move forward. You've had a great career. I know that there's more to come for you. Gina, thank you so much. It was an honor, as always, to talk to you. Uh, thank you so much. Great to talk to you, too. And by the way, Gina won a Golden Globe Award for portraying the President of the United States in ABC's Commander-in-Chief. Imagine a female president. She did. Well, that finishes off this episode of The Fake Show Podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Jim Tofty. I'll see you next time. Listen to The Fake Show anywhere on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com.